Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Darling, we're the young ones, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Luke's here. Flavor. All right. PTD. All right, it's not face. Yes, indeed we are. Um, Back in our studio. In the studio mm. without the listeners. Mm. What's oh. happening? Where have they gone? Where have they deserted us in our hour of need? They've gone mm. home. Thank you very much to all those who came to the live show, by the way. Yeah, sorry yes. it took so long to get it out, but, you know, stuff happened. Lovely time was had. Mm. Lovely time was had. Um, uh, now then, Sven Goran Eriksson. Early mensch. Yeah. The, sweepstake, <laughs> the sweepstake players will be up in arms. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an early mensch, but it's by no means a record. Yeah. No. Do you know, do you know before the, um, the live show, I tried to hire a Sven Goran Eriksson uh, impersonator? Well, what do you mean? Well, it didn't, well, it didn't happen, because he doesn't get back to his emails, so... <laughs> so if you're listening, it's lost work, well, then, we can't it? use that at another live show, then. Oh. It's a busy time for him. We can't book him. Well, it's always a busy time. <laughs> you can't book him. Listen, you think you're going to ring up a Sven Joran Eriksson person <laughs> two or three weeks before the World Cup and expect... Ten years after he's relevant. Casually reply to your email. <laughs> I, I would oh, imagine yeah. that he's not available because Marcus has just hired him to hang out with you. <laughs> Is he your bellboy? Watch the World Cup with me, Sven. I'll come to your problems in a minute. I will take umbrage of that, Donaldson. You said, not relevant for 10 years. Four years ago, he was managing a team at the World Cup. 10 years. He was managing a team at the World Cup. What Finals. team was it, Marcus? Ivory Coast. 10 years. <laughs> that's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's that like David Brent there. That is, I don't believe that is. <laughs> anyway, Sven Goran Eriksson, right? If people are playing drinking <laughs> games, then you're all drunk by now. Yeah. Um, Sven Eriksson. Uh, the reason we didn't get him at the live show, by the way, is because um, we tried to book him and it, Marcus had given him a day off. He <laughs> had, had him for a month solid. No, no, no. I just want you to watch. He's like, <laughs> he's like a library uh, book that never gets taken yeah. back. The Sven, Marcus is Sven. That's enough of that. Now, um, <laughs> I smell that, a sitcom. Yeah, that denial has a ring of <laughs> truth in there. It's yeah. weird. Created his own brand of wine, and you'd know. Simply having called, hired him. Simply <laughs> called Sven. <laughs> if you could name one of his bottles, what would you call it, Jim? I would go for simply um, Svenigans Blanc. <laughs> So, <laughs> Svenigan's blank, if you were going to read it yeah, phonetically. like that. Um, and, yeah, it, you'd have a lovely old time on it. That's you the extent of your answer, isn't it? it. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah. It, would come, it would come in a crate, and I don't mean, like, bottles in a crate. It would be an actual crate with a, with a, with a tap on it. Yeah. You could just have loads of it. You, know, woman, you could fill a jacuzzi with it. With in fact, it would, be, it. it would be blended so that it would go particularly well in a, in a jacuzzi. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I would have a. Um, I'd probably go for a nice bottle of Vassell Beck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Wow. Even I think that's awful. Uh, I was trying to think I was trying to think of like a Turkish vintage with Vassell. Obviously Melbeck originally from France but but is well known as being Argentinian. Well it works with Beck as well. Vassell Beck, <laughs> yeah, it sort of works. That's mm. all I got. Does it work? Yeah. I'll let you be the judge. I'm not sure any of this bit's working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Heat, save uh, us. I don't think it would actually be a bottle of wine. I think it'd be because you know like they use the uh, some of the grapes for the wine and then mm. what's left over they make grappa out of. Yes. yes. So I'm thinking it's, it would be like Heskey's grappa or something. Yeah. It would yeah. be strong, uncompromising and ultimately useless at Unsu- dinner party. Unsubtle. Unsubtle. <laughs> it's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Very physical. My, strong. My, Vassel, my Vassel vintage would be very much used at a dinner party when you're flagging a bit and there's not mm. much energy happening and you'd introduce it to, to sort of maybe <laughs> give your guests something to think about. I mean, I mean yeah. g- goodness, people talk about, you know, the England side being a bit depressing nowadays. It's literally not Darius Vassell. Agree. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> Marcus will defend him, but I agree with you. Darius Vassell. defend him. Uh, yeah, do you remember when he was necessary, though? I Again, just, oh, do you remember no, when he was relevant? Luke and I were talking about this on, on, on the way up here, actually. Yeah, it's, um, it is... I mean, it, yeah, if that's what I'm saying. If you think we haven't moved on, then we, you're wrong. We bloody <laughs> have. Yeah, we, we truly have. We have, yeah. I was thinking... Um, that, well, the good thing is, it's inspiring players now. Daniel Sturridge is thinking to himself, probably sat in his hotel right now, thinking, can I be England's new Darius Vassell? <laughs> that's what he's thinking. I may have already achieved this. <laughs> yeah, I, I clearly have. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I, I think I was thinking about going for one which was a little bit weaker, mm. a little bit soft, just called the half-time team talk, um, <laughs> or, the, or the second half. Um, but then I thought usually a terrible hangover. Yeah. <laughs> usually you come up with these questions because you've got a particularly strong answer to build around it. <laughs> Not this week. No, no. No. <laughs> but I would go for a bottle, which would be his um, his main one. It would be uh, it would be the one that he would sell the most. Just simply called the married woman. Yeah. yeah, is that right? Yeah, or he, or he would keep all of his uh, wine in like uh, a well, nice. outside, and he would just get jugs of it, like <laughs> lovely sangria. I'm not, I, I'm not picturing myself in a restaurant <laughs> with my girlfriend ordering a bottle of the married woman <laughs> from a well. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> from a well, well. <laughs> Excellent. Oh dear. Uh, I think Jim's got the point. Jim has got I mean, the point. How has that even happened? Not disrespect, Jim, but how has that even happened? Did you hear all of the answers? <laughs> it's lucky anyone got any yeah, that's points. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Surprised you didn't burn the, burn the points. <laughs> like that band in the 80s where they bet on that money. Well, yeah, uh, that's KLF. Right, yeah. KLF. Burned a million quid. And it was the 90s. They Carol. regret that now, don't they? Um, Sven, yeah, Sven was... I mean, it's, it's World Cup time, ladies and gentlemen. Crying out loud. And Sven was interviewed ahead of the World Cup and said of the tournament, you can't live through anything better. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> he said the Champions League is big, the Premier League is big, but they are nothing, they are nothing compared with the World Cup. It's the maximum... A one-month football party. It's radical. (laughs) (laughs) A one-month football party, not for England. It never lasted a month when he was our manager. And they were was jolly up in Miami. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. Um, uh, it's, oh, it's, it's amazing, though, isn't it? It's like you, you, look, you look forward to the World Cup, like basically from the moment that the last one ends. But when it gets to that <laughs> week, the, the excitement is almost unbearable. Are you giddy? I am giddy. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm mostly giddy anyway, yeah. but like, especially at the moment. On, after the Honduras <laughs> game, which I'm sure we're going to come on to talk to in a second, I got involved with a few little chats about football on Twitter and about oh, England yeah. with some with some Twitter followers, mm. and I, I excited myself so much I couldn't really sleep. Yeah. And, and that's how bad it's got for me. <laughs> I was like tossing and turning, couldn't get down. I was like a child that had too much squash. What were you thinking? Just about what teaming and they're going to play. How they're gonna, yeah, that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. thinking, is it too late to, to, to try and bring in a back three? I was thinking, is it too late for me to try and break into the BBC Pundit team? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it probably is. Physically breaking into it would be quite oh, I could do that, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, England, their last game before the World Cup was a 0-0 draw with Honduras. 
and it was some of the best television that I've seen <laughs> since the game was abandoned with Poland in the qualifiers through rain. The mm. thunderstorm halfway through the first half. I mean, I, I'd love a bit of that, me. They say you can mm. tell the quality of a broadcaster uh, presenter when things start to go, go wrong. Yeah. And I think for all his faults, for example, Richard Keyes, for all his faults, good presenter. Yeah. You know, he knows his Terrible ideas. bloke. Yeah, awful man. One yeah. of the worst human beings on the planet. There's no question about that. I, I'm not, Maybe I'm not you have to be point. awful to be good at that yeah, job. but good, good presenter, right? Adrian Childs is also one of those things. Because <laughs> <laughs> he lost his way, didn't he? he did. I'd, have had, I'd have had you in there, Speller. Would you? Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate that. His, 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 his hair at the moment, goodness me. I'll tell you what, if you think they hey, were he's, sweating... He's sitting there. <laughs> uh, Speller would have been sweating more than Charles. Like, that's yeah, I would have been. Yeah. Your body hair would be coming through your shirt. Yeah. Just, it, it would entwine <laughs> with the bead <laughs> that you would have on. No need for that, Jim. <laughs> You're going too far, dude. <laughs> right. Glenn Hoddle, yes. I, didn't, I tuned into that game not expecting to see Glenn Hoddle's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he would was getting towards the end of a rather vigorous, heated timeshare sales pit. <laughs> White shirt, that? open, like long hair, unshaven. Not enough mics. Mm. Why, is there, why isn't there enough mics? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was completely agreed. There was a cheeky um, uh, moment where Ian Wright, uh, he, he poked Lee Dixon in the face with his mic. Did. He, did. he, he will do that. Mic. And that was on camera. Did you see before the game, um, one of the uh, Honduran journalists... Um, Referred to Stephen Gerrard to his face as Mr. Frank. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Frank. It sounds like yeah, a horse. Said, I've got a question for you, Mr. Hodgson, and a question for you, Mr. Frank. What are you expecting no, from Honduras? No, he's, he's the other one. <laughs> yeah. No, what, what would you do then if it, fa- if it turned out that Stephen Gerrard was living like a secret double life with a completely new family and he was called Mr. Frank? Or if he was a TV personality wherever that, pe- that journalist came from. Hmm. You would what, sorry? Yeah, what if he was like a, 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 a massive TV personality wherever this journalist came from? Mr Frank. I don't think Mr. any Frank. of those things are what was really going on. Stephen Gerrard just looked a, bit, a little bit offended. That would have only been a bad thing. It would have been brilliant no. if his question was, oh, well, obviously you you and Stephen Gerrard aren't playing in the middle anymore. Thank goodness that they chose the right one. <laughs> yeah, yeah <sure. laughs> Mr Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's no Mr. one oh, likes that Frank. No, Mr Frank isn't even... His name, <laughs> no. yeah, but no. Mister Lampard. Yeah, but he's clearly thinking it's Frank Lampard, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. it's more derogatory. Hodgson jumped in and went, "Mister Steve." Did he? Oh, nice. very nice. <laughs> nice from Roy. wasn't Wasn't great to see Roy in his shorts. I have to admit, <laughs> undignified. Well, no. well, it's, it's it's British people when there's a hint of sun, the shorts come out, mate. He probably I, didn't even know he'd put them on. They'd be like the bottom of his trousers would have just come off because of the heat. But a man, it's how British men are. <laughs> but a man, of he'd his, have started a barbecue as well. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing shorts today. <laughs> but a man of his age, I'd prefer to see him like a Roger. Or a safari suit. Fair enough. <laughs> I, if I was going to have a criticism to level at Roy, yeah. and I think he gets too much criticism anyway, I think he's done a good job so far, and we'll judge him obviously over the next few games, but I, it would be sartorially he, he's poor. Mm. I, I might have mentioned it when it happened when he went to go visit Manaus for the first time. Yeah. We're talking open neck, blue, short sleeve shirt. I'm not a fan of the short sleeve shirt, mm. but fine. Um, Grey slacks, bit boring, running trainers, yeah. poor, mm. odd. But no, if that's the worst problem we have at the moment, then that's that's a refreshing it change. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it's worried. just one of the many. You're still worried about Baines's guitar. I am very worried about that. Yeah. Um, there was, there was It'll a... get it out before penalties, won't it? It's going to happen. There was a wonderful uh, interview with Adrian Charles and Ricardo Salazar. The, Salazar, the, yeah. Salazar, the referee. Yeah. He's a poor ref. Do you know what? It's such a shame because he, he talked such a good game at halftime. He conducted himself brilliantly. Wonderful biceps, which apparently he's quite well known for. His Powerful tra- biceps. Yeah, which yeah. is his trademark in the MLS. He came across very um, much like a man in charge. and uh, But the subsequent football suggested not. Hodgson absolutely slated him as well. <laughs> <laughs> just slated him after the game. Well, it was like a bloody war zone at times. 
Hodgson said, um, it's one of the most damning uh, criticisms I've ever heard. He's, I think Hodgson literally said, um, it, well, he just looked like he didn't know when to blow his whistle. <laughs> and that is a basic page <laughs> yeah. one thing of being a ref, isn't it? That, that's not going to have changed yeah. between international football and MLS. It's still no. essentially the same <laughs> sport. ever in the history of football. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy one, wasn't it? I mean, Pete, did you... What, what do you think of the referee, Paul? <laughs> I just didn't think he know, knew where it was, basically. <laughs> from what I've seen, I didn't see the game live. I watched it back, and I'm going, I'm "Not really sure what this man is all about." How, <laughs> how good was the footage, though, when the storm was on? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, it reminded it? me. Remember when we went to the Ukraine, and uh, there was a there oh, was yes. an absolute peeing it down uh, yeah. match. France versus Ukraine. Yes, mm, yes, yes, yeah, that's, that's right. right yeah. yeah, yeah. There was an England qualifier as well. Was it England? Yeah, Poland. Poland, 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 Poland yeah, that was that. Why? That's brilliant. More of it. I agree with I you. I really enjoyed seeing the friendlies take place in, in the USA because even though it's 20 years later, something about the footage and something about the goals just made me feel like it was USA 94. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. That's, that's all the World Cup shit you like, isn't it? That's just the little, little quirks like that. Well, you remember those things as much as you remember like who scored the winner in the final. Like, yeah. i tell you something, though. England, actually, look as though their preparation's been pretty good. Okay, maybe the performances you might think would... Could have been a little bit more inspiring, but yeah. But <laughs> bear in mind, I think it got to the point where they were thinking, "Let's just get through this." Well, the situation is that with the last two um, friendlies, which yeah. we've had since we did a last show, um, Ecuador was an experimental team. Yeah. So that's, I mean, realistically, fine, you can get on your on your high horse about that. But Ecuador qualified for the World Cup in mm. yeah, the South American group, which is reasonably difficult. Yeah. Well, they um, finished above Uruguay. Yeah, and we played an experimental team, which really. Unless it's an absolute disaster, they're not going to play a field anything like that sort of side. No. So that's put that to one side. The Honduras, Honduras, England were great in spells in that game. They were, yeah. They just a little bit, little bit dodgy get the back, but like I say, I mean, the, 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 the back five wasn't anything like what it would be. No. And then against uh, Honduras, of course, it was difficult and we're a bit one-dimensional and we should have moved the ball out wider quicker and we should have played with a higher tempo, but... Honduras were never going to win that game. England dominated. They didn't even get out of their half in the second half, really, mm. from what I can remember. So... England got a good 90 minutes under the belt in hot, humid conditions. Let's not forget also, they're playing Honduras in, for once in a environment which Honduras would be used to and England wouldn't be. Mm. Normally you'd think, well, if Honduras... Look at the South African World Cup, you know, mm. it's chilly, yeah. wasn't it? Um, Honduras wouldn't be used to that at all, England would. Mm. The Honduras have got to playing in their own conditions, and Honduras are a decent enough side. They qualified. Mm. They're probably... They're probably I mean, okay. Overall, they're a poor side, but they qualify for above the, Mexico. Yeah, they qualify for the World Cup, and that, and that should be respected. It's not mm. like they're playing, you know, anyone. Mm. But I mean, these are the sort of teams you, you're going to come up against. You know, that everyone has their right to be there, so it's it's great to be playing them. And you know, it's he's got to experiment. What is the point of playing three games of his starting eleven? What is the point of that? He might as well only bring those players. Yeah, look at what look at what um, um, Prendelli does with Italy. He experiments so but so much in friendlies. I mean, his record in friendlies is really poor. Well, they played a Fluminense side, didn't they? Yeah. They, they won 5-3. Five, five, they yeah. drew one all with Luxembourg, so their preparation's not been enormously inspiring from that I, point I guess it on the American Radio Show earlier today, and they were saying that... Uh, hey, Morrissey! Yeah, they, they were saying that they, they were surprised <laughs> at the coverage of how, <laughs> Sorry. how poor people were treating Honduras. He was saying that in, in, in the US, Honduras is seen as a reasonable yeah, side. Yeah. I mean, I, mean mm. I, think if, I think the US went to Honduras maybe last year and got beat by them. Mm. So I mean, it's not they're not completely terrible, you know. No, but so I mean, they they tried to kick the shit out of England. Yeah, <laughs> massively, <laughs> which massively, is like yeah. it's it's a bit of a wake up call that maybe that's going to happen. Mm. I, I'm pleased they got for a physical encounter because it gets to the point sometimes with those warm ups where they're just a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. You might as well have a training session behind closed doors yeah. or something. Nobody wants to like get, get injured. injured. Exactly, yeah. and, and they'll be a lot more pumped from that than they would be from a sort of like lifeless, insipid mm. draw like that fizzled into nothing. I Agreed. guess I guess people did see Oxo Germany go off and stuff, and they, yeah. you know you would have one eye on that. I think to a certain extent. 
then. But you've only got three matches in the group stages. You know, you've got to start playing football at some point. And also, I think, you know, Hodgson's hand was forced by, you know, a couple of pull-outs and stuff. That's right, yeah. I mean, he was going to play Sterling behind Sturridge and Rooney out on the left. Yeah. Do you think he'll do that against Italy, then? I, I, think I don't know it, now. It's such a shame that Sterling got sent off because... It, it, Harshly, I felt. Well, I don't know. It was a reckless one. I thought that was fine for it, a rest. Well, it. yeah, but I just think... I, well, know, it, I know you've got to play the you know, the rules rather than the circumstances, but I don't know. Anyway, well, the, the, the point is he, he was off. I'm not sure. I, I, I think it's quite good that nobody seems to know exactly what he'll do. People seem to think it'll be the starting lineup against Honduras with Welbeck on the left and Lallana on the right. I agreed with what Hoddle said. I wouldn't have Lallana on the right. If you're going to play Lallana, I'd put him on the left. Mm. And maybe have Sterling on the right as well. Mm. But also, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he played Gerrard and Wilshire in, in more the base of the midfield and had Henderson on Pirlo. Yeah. yeah. And then had Rooney on left, Sturridge up top, and then. You know, I think he'll play well, but though will, I'm pretty sure he'll play well, but bottom line, you need yeah. someone to just follow Pirlo around because uh, he's the beating heart of that side, and yeah. he's, he, you just need someone on him all the time, just man mark him from minute one to minute ninety. You just, yeah. you just can't let him go at any point. Yeah, well, indeed, but I thought that uh, the England's preparation, like I said, you know, a moment ago, that it's it's, it's been pretty good. They've they've gone over to to Miami. They've got used to the climate a little bit more. They're in Rio. Mm. I think Italy have only just left Italy. Yeah, mm. they, they, and they've been playing friendly. Okay, Italy's. I think they're only getting to Manaus the night before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Friday night before. It Seriously? does. Seem, yeah, yeah. That's that, crazy. Yeah, it does seem a little <laughs> bit strange. Do they know the date? Has <laughs> there just been a big mix? Well, I, t- I tell you what, they want to take the private planes. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, when I used to. I read that uh, back in the day for the South American qualifying, when the teams used to have to go to Bolivia, go to La Paz, and go to Quito mm. uh, in Ecuador. Um, they used to go two weeks before, right? And they used to acclimatise. Say Argentina, Brazil used to go there. You don't get two mm. weeks now. Well, now they can't exactly because the players aren't released for long enough. So mm. now they go up on the morning. Oh, and I they see. just they try and thrash it out and then come home again. Oh, okay. And so I don't know whether I mean that's that's a different slightly different issue because altitude, not temperature and humidity. But yeah. I wonder whether they're going down that route. But they're definitely only getting on the Friday. That's confirmed. I read that today. Mm. I, I, I'm pretty pleased with England's um, preparation. I think it would have been nice if we'd have scored against Honduras. Yeah, but the key yeah. thing is well, that goes without saying. But the, no, but as in it would have just been like right, we've got the goal, yeah. we're ready. Let's. Yeah. But let's the, go. the key thing against Honduras, by the way, is how. I, I know that I know that Honduras are a, are a weaker team in England, and I've maybe contradicted myself slightly by saying they're a poor team, and actually, but they're quite decent. My my point is, they are one of the poor teams at the World Cup, but they have still qualified for the oh, World yeah. Cup. Oh yeah, and one of the criticisms that was levelled at England pretty much consistently over the last few tournaments is that we can't keep the ball enough. Well, we kept the ball against Honduras mm. for, for 90% of the time. Yeah. We, we had the ball the whole time. And if England are going to focus, maybe they were practising possession. You just don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe they're going to focus on trying to have a lot of possession against Italy because last time we played Italy, we had about 20%. And Pirlo made more passes than all our midfielders put together. Yeah. So well, obviously, that's, got... a, that's a definite thing that has to change. Of course. Right, isn't it? Of course. Of course. So hopefully that is the case. Do you think... Italy think that the flight will count as altitude training. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think altitude is the problem in Manaus. Mm. It's more. It is more the humidity, isn't it? But uh, it will be interesting to see what happens with Ross Barkley. Yeah, he's I, been excellent. I don't think he'll start. But I thought again, Hoddle had some good points. Um, that he said the last twenty minutes would be quite quite crucial. Hopefully, we're still in the game then. I was I was con- I was convinced about a week ago mm. that he was bluffing with Barkley Hodgson. He was going to play him. Did you really? Yeah, but I don't think he is. Now. Well, I, I I think that Barkley's shown a lot of vim and a lot of energy coming on, but he does give the ball away quite a bit. Yeah, he's and just he, raw, isn't he? Exactly, he's very raw, and he's a he, little he bit. He takes chances. 
basically constantly, and he's he's good enough that he pulls a lot of them off. And but I guess that's why we're seeing him be quite. I, I, just, I would just play him as f- he, there's not enough room for him to um, slot in uh, further up the field for me. So mm. I, I think I think you can't have him anywhere near the back four because no, you're he, right, because yeah. he'll just no lose the ball and we'll get he, into all kinds of trouble. He has to be in the advanced. He won't play against Italy. I don't think. I think no, he'll play the second no. game maybe. I think mm. I think it might be quite a sort of cagey game. That I think Italy would be happy with a draw. I can imagine it being being one all. Someone made a, reason, a reasonable point, which I agree with earlier in one of the newspapers. I forget who it was. Um, they said that Gary Bushel. What, I, don't, I don't think it was him. No, no, it wasn't. Him. It wasn't Richard Littlejohn either. Because right. no. you agree with him a lot, actually, don't you? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> None of this nonsense. When Luke starts shaking his head, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you can edit my answering later. If you want. <laughs> um, they said that he looks like Hodgson will try and condense the game down to thirty minutes. So essentially, he'll try and keep it really tight. Gets a nil-nil after about sixty minutes, and then mm. maybe throw Barkley and or Sterling in. There. That, that I mean, that would that would be a decent. So if, yeah. it, if, mm. if it pulls off, Hell of an injection. Imagine, of imagine if you're an Italian defender, fullback especially, and you're in that. Oh, hang on, I'm still imagining them on Italian defender. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm driving me f- in my hands off. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it, but it's, it's the, coming on. I'm loving the, it. It's the 1982 World Cup. <laughs> yeah. um, you're, you know, it's, it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes to go, or something like that, hmm. and Sterling comes on, yeah. or, or even Barkley. He must or be or like Chamberlain. Yeah. There's so much well, if he's fit on the bench, yeah, I think he will be fit. I think he might miss the first one, but it's touch and go. He could make it. England really do have a bit of pace with with those players, and and got some to of, use them though. Yeah, yeah. got to well, use them th- with with Sterling and with Oxlade Chamberlain as well. Actually, he against Ecuador, he showed that. I think he he, he took the ball. I think Opta was saying he took the ball past um, opponents seven or eight times, which was mm. the, which was the, um, the most the most since something like two thousand and seven for an England right, player, something wow. like that. But that pace, it's not just see someone like Sturridge has got pace absolutely and Welbeck. But Oxlade Chamberlain and obviously Walcott's not there, but he's another. And Sterling, that is, th- there's only a handful of players in the world who have that type of pace mm. that you're just not catching them. Sterling seems to seems to sometimes at his best uh, seems to speed the whole game up. Yeah, so he's playing on a different, a completely different pace. It's, 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 having you know what I mean? Gerrard, and Sturridge in there as well but, means that they'll be able to handle that. Often yeah. you'd see with Theo Walcott, he, he couldn't quite slow down in time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rest of the team, <laughs> yeah. you know, just weren't ready. But well, you know, well, that shouldn't I, be an issue there. No, but then it could be one of those situations like Theo Walcott in his first major international yeah. tournament where he just wasn't used. Yeah, because exactly. it's yeah. mm. such it, a waste of a place. That yeah. They've got, they've got I don't think them. we're going to see that. No, no. I think I, I think England in general will have learned from that for well, a, a the, long time to come. Well, the key decision will be, just based on what I was saying earlier about the 60 minutes thing, the key decision will be for Hodgson, will come, I mean, of course it's important to the team he picks, but we'll surely he'll be pretty happy about that, and he'll have that planned out. But the key decision for him will be, um, after 60 minutes, if it's nil-nil, mm. does he think, well, mm. a draw's not the end of the world yeah. in the first game. You mm. don't want to lose your first game. Yeah, that's right. Difficult yeah. conditions, all of the rest of it. Italy are a good team. Do and I all, keep uh, it? Do uh, I stick or twist, basically? Correct, yeah. And also, if, 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 if you do lose the first game, Uruguay will sit back. That's what they do. They've mm-hmm. got a couple of cloggers in the centre of the pitch. Yeah. And obviously their defence um, is, is a bit yeah. questionable, but they like to sit deep They like to, and then hit on the break because they play to their strength. They play reactive football. Mm. They're going to do that. And England will probably look to take the game towards them. But if England are chasing a result and they need to win at least, you, you don't want to have to be impatient playing Absolutely. against Uruguay. You want to kind of grow into it and, uh, and test them out. And all. Yeah, so, right. so not to lose is, is, is key. But also the other thing that we've we've touched upon as many others have if it is 60 or 70 minutes and Rooney's having a shocker does he bring him off I think he will I yeah. think he has to I, I think, think he, he will, will. Yeah. I, th- I think he's probably I've I got a feeling I said that before um, on last week on the, on the live show I said that um, I think Hodgson started to prepare the ground 
with the media in terms of <clears> briefing and stuff like that to, to start to drop Rooney. I think what he'll probably do is he'll start him against Italy and if he doesn't perform, I mm. think he will bring him off. And if he doesn't bring him off, I think he could drop him for the second game. And he can go to Rooney in the meantime, if he's, good management would suggest, he can go to Rooney and say, look, you're getting pelters. Mm. You know you're not performing at the top mm. level for England. I'm giving you a chance. I'll give you a chance to get Italy. Mm. If it doesn't happen, no one can say I've not been fair. Mm. I've, mm. I've given you the opportunity. We've got hungry players here. And, and, those, and those sort of like conditions don't look like the sort of perfect conditions for a player like Rooney. Just no. his size. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like yeah. the fittest gent, I, gent in the world. You I know can imagine him taking his shirt off quite early. I can, yeah. <laughs> proper I can on, put a hanky on the <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. I mean, unless, you, unless you're willing, because it is so human, unless you're willing to just like, you know, those um, silica gel packets you get in shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make him inhale them. <laughs> under his arms. Yeah. yeah. So just soaks up some of the water. Um, I, I, I think there's a couple of people around this desk that could do with him. Under the arms, but I'll, I'll move on from that. Guilty. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Me too. I think that Rooney now is turned into a player that does most of his best work for him off the ball. And that's not really what you want yeah. from a number mm. 10. And, mm. and so he, I think Hodgson could go down that route where he gives him a chance and then maybe withdraws him if he has to and, and says, look, these players are hungry, they're younger, mm. they're, they're performing better. Yeah. And I hope Hodgson's got the bravery to do that. I thought he wouldn't have the bravery to take those young players, and he has done. Mm-hmm. I hope he's got the bravery to drop Rooney if he needs to. Yep. He's been very consistent in what he said about Rooney and that he considers, you know, the, just the a part kind of the of, squad, the, basically. And also the circuits around him to just be nonsense and mm. something he doesn't take any notice of. So, mm. you know, that gives him the freedom to do whatever he will do either way. I think the difficult thing in, in what you're saying, Luke, is is it that easy to go to Wayne Rooney and say, look, you're not playing that well, you know, you've not been playing so well for England because he seems like a player that does have a fragile and volatile ego and that might just put him in a sulk for the whole tournament. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not saying I have an alternative, but, but they must maybe that will be... A, yeah, of course, yeah, but I think part of managing... Like, Egos is well is exactly that, isn't it? You're managing someone's ego as as much as as possible, and you don't want uh, you don't want but really kicking around like a baby elephant. Wants. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm not offering a suggestion, but I'm mm. saying it may not be as simple. Oh, of course, as that, that's or, I mean, as an alternative. I suppose that's just how Roy Hodgson enters court. He's got his, his job, and he's got. It's, it's it one right. of the, the tough things about it. You've got to Definitely. keep harmony in the squad. We've seen from other teams. It's it's brilliant actually that England don't do this, but we've seen from from the French and the Dutch mm. in in the past that yeah. if that starts to happen and the camp's unhappy mm. straight away, it's going to derail you completely. Yeah, and that's what it's almost starting to happen with already today yeah, yeah I think that right, might yeah. be you know a, a bit of a mountain out of a molehill mm. but um, yeah I mean yeah well uh, just to finish with England uh, I, I think um, what you were saying about how to, to manage Rooney I think that's one, one of the big pluses of having Gary Neville in there mm. who's a player who's, who's done it recently as in played uh, World yeah. Cups for England and obviously played for Manchester United with Rooney with Rooney exactly um, but I did, I did like what Phil Jagielka was saying that um, Gary Neville's been in charge of taking the players through their opponents weaknesses and strengths and all and he said it's just like watching Monday Night Football <laughs> like, like it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Neville Didn't he say, it's just like watching Monday football, but he can't tell you off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just seen Gary Neville had a go at a journalist on the beach today. Yeah, yeah, that. that's yeah. right. He followed him for like a mile, and apparently he turned around and was like, "Piss off! I'm just walking down the beach." I love the way he asked him if he spoke English first. It's such he, a, do you speak English? Oh, piss off! Yeah, it's such an English thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> Will you understand me if I say this? That's all I want. Because I can use a varied array of hand gestures if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> what were they expect? What were they expecting him to do? Yeah, I know. Kick a crab, I don't I'm wrestling with Phil in the sand. <laughs> and like a brotherly fight on the sand. Kick sand in his face. Listeners to the Football Ramble are eligible for a fantastic offer with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. 
The easy-to-use drag-and-drop tools, responsive designs, and 24-7 customer support teams based in New York and Dublin mean you can create a beautifully designed website for as little as £5 a month. This includes a free domain name when you sign up for a year. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes. So when you sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RAMBLE to get 10% off and show your support for the Football Ramble. No credit card required. Start building your website today. A better web starts with your website. Um, uh, let's let's jump around the groups. In, in in Group G, which I would say is the second toughest group behind Group B, that, the Group G is obviously Portugal, Germany, um, the US and Ghana. Cristiano Ronaldo is back in training after an injury scare. I was I thought to myself, oh, don't start this. You know, we've, mm. we've had a few big players dropping out. I mean, mm. Marco Royce for I Germany. Frank Ribéry. Frank Ribéry, of course. Yeah. And uh, I thought not Ronaldo as well. But well, he, he, didn't, he didn't feature at all in the Mexico friendly. They beat Mexico 1-0 yeah. the other night. And... Um, but uh, Ronaldo wasn't in the squad. There mm. are a few players who weren't in the Portuguese squad, actually. Yeah, well, um, it, it's great to see Ronaldo back in training. He does go against um, what uh, Nana Kwanku Bonsam said. He's, <laughs> of course, Ghana's that premier um, witch doctor. Well, you know, everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, just in case um, you don't. Uh, according to The Guardian, his name translates to Devil of Wednesday. Yeah, wow. All the other days, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Just does a one-day week. Wait, you you know, he's, he's the premier witch doctor. <laughs> yeah. he doesn't need to do any Look, there's no Champions League witch doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, where, where are you going? I'm going to see Dana Kwaku Bosa. You do, you do that's a Wednesday. Today. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it till tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Described as, as not premier witch doctor, Ghana's most influential. <laughs> right, yeah. To suggest very important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, his influence is far and wide, I can only imagine. Um, he claimed responsibility for uh, Ronaldo's injury, and uh, when people were talking about his, I think, was it a knee injury that yeah. Ronaldo had? You know, yeah, yeah. very, very demonstrable that you know someone's clattered him on the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all happened to us. He said, uh, I know what Cristiano's injury is all about, and I'm working on him. <laughs> we, did he also say I'm very serious about it yes mm. yeah. absolutely he apparently predicted this in February he said last week I went around looking for four dogs and I got them to be used in manufacturing a spirit called Kwawiri Kapam the injury can never be cured by any medic today it is in his knee tomorrow it's his thigh next day it is somewhere else well, it will get to the point where Ronaldo's not injured and he will say well I was working on him and it was Wednesday it got to five o'clock and <laughs> yeah. hadn't quite finished so I had, to, I had to wait a week I had to, by then it was too late he got fit again to be fair Jim the game's to kick up at five you don't want to miss a game <laughs> no <laughs> how does that man have any influence yeah. <laughs> on, on rather more sombre news actually I, I hate to be the one to break this to you and I'm not uh -huh. sure if it's completely substantiated uh -huh. but friend of the Matt Ramble Murray James um, oh yeah doing some work uh, trying to track down the Ghanaian pop man mm. for a TV show he's working on I believe mm. and um, he got reports back from a, a, has to be said a pretty unreliable source <laughs> that oh, the, the Ghanaian pop man's unfortunately passed away oh, yeah. now, oh, I, I hope that's not true because well, well obviously we'll see because he'll be there if he's mm. still around but yeah I'm, I mean it's a, it's, a, it's a Ramble exclusive they'll have, they'll have somewhere to put the ashes but, Mar <laughs> but Murray <laughs> <laughs> That a, is a new low. <laughs> nah, it's unacceptable. Not the worst good. thing we've done. <laughs> um, Murray wasn't sure if he was telling the truth. This guy, because no, no. didn't the guy say, "Yeah, apparently he's dead." 
Can I have three hundred pounds, please? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can I have three hundred pounds, please? Don't give them the information, then ask for the money. <laughs> yeah. God, I've got some very good information about where you can find the girl there, Pop Man. Three hundred pounds, pay it. He's <laughs> in the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So so um, very interesting. Are we the only football show to do port- cover Portugal by essentially just talking about a guy named Wilson and then to disrespect the potential dead? I, mm. I'm not being funny. I've got the formation, the Portugal team here. Far away. No, don't I'm need not. it. No, no <laughs> yeah, point. don't need it. Let them do it on their own time. That's yeah. not why they tune in. Um, Ronaldo did uh, say that to compete in a World Cup in a brother country like Brazil is appealing. I think it will be a fantastic experience, and I believe Brazilians will also support us. Appealing? Yeah. I'm not, I'm <laughs> so better than that. Yeah. Up to a point. I'm, I'm not sure if Jim might have mentioned this a week or two ago, but... Portugal will feel very much at home in Brazil, and, yeah. they, and they're, you'd expect, you'd familiar language to them and familiar lifestyles, you know, similar anyway. And so that could really play into their favour because they've got quite a tough group. But I fancy them to get out. Of Would it. you say that if um, if Qatar gets stripped of the tournament, who knows what's going to happen there? But if it was in the US or even more so Australia, would England feel a bit more at home? Do you think? No, because England are dreadful. Yeah, mm, I think the heat <laughs> would uh, would be different as well, and yes. it would be their uh, winter though. True, true. Yeah. Mm. A lot of ifs I mean, and buts there, ladies and gentlemen. Should we, should we not worry about 2022 yet? Yeah. Mm. Said set so <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll make a decision in October. Yeah, I've I mean, got I'll... a one-month jolly to get out of the way first. Well, did you hear what old, uh, old Sepp said? Uh, but he's upset about the current barrage the FIFA is facing at the moment um, due to the corruption allegations, of course. He said, once again, there is a sort of storm against FIFA relating to the Qatar World Cup. Sadly, there's a great deal of discrimination and racism. And this hurts me. Towards the Swiss. Nothing to do with the dead set. No, on a serious... Nothing to do with the dodgy... On a serious point about FIFA, it's actually coming to light now that the most... um accurate and effective way of targeting FIFA might well be putting a lot of um, political and media pressure on the sponsors. Yeah, yeah well, The sponsors have all come out, haven't they? Yeah, Mastercard, exactly. Visa, Mastercard Visa, Budweiser. Visa, Visa, Adidas yeah. and Sony, I yeah. think, are the ones that have... And, and Visa and Adidas did it together, so I've obviously mm. been speaking about it. Apparently you can't use a, a cash card um, at the World Cup uh, in the stadiums if it's not a Visa. Well, that's what happened in the London Olympics, mate. They, really? You could only buy the tickets with a Visa card. Amazing, yeah. And they said, and the London uh, Olympics was coming out saying, oh, "We're proud to only use Visa cards." Well, you should be fucking proud. No, of it. You should yeah. be ashamed of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just ex- ex- <laughs> yeah, excluding. But, that, but that's one of those wanky things, like when when BC Sports suddenly announced all your Champions League games in one place. Yeah. You won't have to flick a button and change a channel. Yeah, but you're better ingredients, better <laughs> football. Yeah. yeah, but your but your pay per view. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd rather the free to air channel actually yeah. had it. If we're honest, but uh, yeah, even if we do have to sit through Andy Townsend. <laughs> That's true. Um, Spain, eh? Mm. Ooh, Spain. David V got a brace in two to one over El Salvador. Fifty-eight international goals for that man. He's not bad, is he, Vian? He's decent. <laughs> Diego, I like him. Diego Costa had a, a decent game. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him at the World Cup, whether he'll mm. be used. Del Bosque recently said uh, that they are not a tiki... What did he say? Tiki-taka Taliban. They're not Tiki Taka Taliban. Right. Tiki Taka Taliban. Yeah. I think I see what he's getting out of there. Yeah. yeah. I think he was basically saying we, we can play other ways. And um, Michael right. Cox of. I'd stay away uh, from the whole Taliban thing. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Michael Cox of Zona Marking fame said that if he had one criticism of Del Bosque, obviously it's difficult to criticise him because of. What, what he's won with Spain mm. <clears throat> is that he's not he's not adventurous enough of his strikers, yeah. and that he'll he'll mar- much rather use sort of Fabregas as a false nine mm-hmm. than yeah. play a striker. Mm. Which actually, though, looking at the strikers Spain have picked, 
isn't a terrible decision because you've got Torres who's a shadow of the player he, mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. I mean he's likely to be in the squad that, yeah. so why then drop Negredo then exactly yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a strange one although Negredo's his form fell away t- like, towards the end of the season not so. as bad as Torres is. <laughs> and you've got and you've got David Villa well, true you've got David Villa who's not um, really a first choice striker he's more a, sort anymore. of a winger striker yeah. Yeah. and then you've got um, Diego Costa who of course had a great season but he's untried at international level I think he's mm. got two caps so I mean for Brazil <laughs> yeah yeah they're, so they're not, they're not um, I think he's played a couple of times for Spain, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think they're blessed with a massive amount of riches up front I really so, don't well it's, it's going to be interesting the the reception well it won't be interesting we'll know that he'll get a hostile reception of course Diego he will. Costa because obviously he turned his back on his own country to well, it's Spain. weird how this has played out though because it's been a very public spat with Costa saying that Scolari never spoke to him about it and Scolari saying yeah I rang him twice and said I'd pick him uh, so well, it's, Del, it's oh, really? I didn't know that. I think yeah. Del, Bosco, Del Bosco was very shrewd because he went out and I think he, he sat him down, had dinner, and talked to him and said, "You're in my World Cup plans." Whereas Scolari says he rung him, but ultimately there was no chat between him right. and him and manager. But you have to remember that Diego Costa. This is his by far been his best season. Oh yeah, by a long, long way. Before this, this season, is his breakthrough season. Yeah, before then he hadn't been. People hadn't known wasn't him so prolific. much. Yeah, and I, I, well, he was playing second field to Falcao, wasn't he? Yeah, it? of course. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. But I, I get the impression he's he's sort of thought, "I sod this. I've got more chance with Spain." Oddly enough, and he, I mean, he says, you know, he felt valued in Spain, and that's where his career began. So he, he said, "I owe them. I owe this country. It's not a rejection to football, uh, to, to, to the Brazilian football team." And he said, "I have family in Brazil. It's where I was born, and it's where I'll live when I finish playing." Mm. So it's it is strange. Is he, isn't he in real danger of making himself a, just a villain at home? You know how serious mm. football's I taken think, in I Brazil. Think, I think if, they, if they play if Spain and Brazil meet and he scores, but you have I think Brazil's fans be... will be way too busy booing their own team. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> against Serbia, they got all sorts. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose it happened with like, the likes of Pepe and Deco and Eduardo with. Croatia, but mm. Eduardo was never really going to trouble that exactly. that squad. Deco, eh, maybe Deco probably would have been caught up eventually. Sure, yeah, but they've it? then returned to Brazil, their, their homeland. So it is, it is such a strange one, isn't it? Really, Brazil's got a decent enough team. I wouldn't worry about it, guys. No, I'm not, well, <laughs> no, I'm not from, worried. From, I mean, from from uh, their point of view, sort of having a go at it. So there's no. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, You know, they're, they're blessed. They are blessed. It's true, but just enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy That's, it. The enjoy Brazil it. fans are so angry. They're angry at Spain players. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I think incredible on the eve of the World Cup. Um, Spain, when they play the Netherlands, it'll be the first time that t- the two finalists from a previous World Cup will have met in the tournament since 1990, when, of course, Germany played Argentina. But yeah. that was in the final again. Yeah. yeah, that was in the final again, um, but not in the group stage. Mm. Mm. Incredible stuff. There. It'd be a great game. That's on the, the second day of the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a good... Because uh, you get the whole opening ceremony and you get Brazil-Croatia, which would be magnificent. Oh, God! Yeah, it's, I know. it's just always on, <laughs> isn't it? Up, it's so good. You wake up the next day and you've got Spain never to look forward to it. Yeah. In a competitive and game. On yeah. Sunday. Next day, England. Yeah. On, on wow. the first wow. Sunday. Yeah. Bring it back down. <laughs> <laughs> Might watch that. Yeah. On, the, on the Sunday, there's a bonus game at two in the morning. I think it's Japan against the Ivory Coast. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Blue Samurai versus the Elephants. Yeah. Um, I love how this World Cup is just, so, is just matched to my sleeping patterns like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, done it. I, I finish work at 12 and I'm still awake at 4 in the morning, so um, you know I'm happy with it. How much did you have to pay uh, Bin Haman for that? Ten <laughs> <laughs> percent of my uh, of my income, which he didn't know was so low. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take to, it, mate. Is that why you've been going to Japan because you're you're lobbying for them to get it? Yeah, guitar? definitely. Yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, uh, Belgium, Belgium, eh? They beat uh, Luxembourg five one. That's been wiped from the records though because they made too many substitutions. I didn't know this. I thought you could make as many as you as you want in a friendly, but no, it's between no. three. And six. It's because of Sven's England, isn't it? Is that right? Because he kept making yeah, ten. Right. They, they eventually. It wasn't just because of him, but they eventually started pushing.
promotion through maximum subs. And if it's to be officially recognised by FIFA and yeah. to get your FIFA points and all that sort of stuff, ranking points, you can't make any more than six now. So has yeah. Mark Wilmot's looked at that and just kind of, uh, I need to look at the players way more than Lukaku needs a hat-trick on his record? Bad, I think that's a deliberate yeah. thing, because Lukaku yeah. must be really annoyed. <laughs> that's a cracking hat-trick. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't go to all his tally. Yanazai's debut. Yeah. I'm He's fairly certain that... Uh, Luxembourg uh, making all the headlines. Do you want to go to Italy? <laughs> I'm fairly certain that uh, on Football Manager, if you try and make too many substitutions in that situation, it says, hey, now that's not going to go towards your tally, your total. Is, is that right? <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. If only it Luka- was Football Manager. <laughs> Lukaku sprained his ankle, but should be okay. Should be okay. Um, the US, they beat Nigeria 1-0. Altador scored his first goals for club or country mm. in six months. Really so powerful second mark. Nigeria mm. just haven't had really that much uh, no. luck on them. I was, um, <laughs> There's not much talk about the, about the African sides, unfortunately, no. this time around. I was, I was... Um, I was reading the, uh, the whole of the US in terms of their soccer supporting nation breathe, yes. a, breathe a collective sigh of relief and outdoor score because I think they they might mm. see him as a Premier League player and he has been starting for, for, for yeah. a Premier League side and seeing that he's not scored since December or whatever mm. and um, we're thinking oh god we really need him because obviously they haven't got Donovan mm. and uh, when he scored two I think they were absolutely delighted but have you seen their other striker Chris Von, Chris Wondolowski yeah. is he the young lad yeah uh, no, he's, he's no, been he, knocking around a no, while yeah. oh no yes yeah, so, sorry yeah he's yeah. forced his way into the squad essentially he plays for the San Jose Earthquakes mm. and he's a bit of a cult hero over there Okay, um, and uh, I really interview with them today in Rolling Stone magazine they're, previ- they're profiling a lot of the players in the squad mm. yeah, right, okay. yeah and um, introduce them to pe- people who maybe don't aren't into, that f- like into football but the interview with Chris Wondolowski I mean as a reminder he is called Chris Wondolowski it's yeah. already a pretty American yeah, name yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in the space of one interview which wasn't that long and I'm going to have to vote the most American interview of all time <laughs> he manages to squeeze in the following mentioned into this interview <laughs> Jay-Z <laughs> Chicago deep dish pizza nice <laughs> New York pizza. He's on commission, isn't yeah. he? WWF. Yeah. Uh, his favourite bar called Pete's Brass Rail and Car Wash Bar. Yeah. And having an HBO Go account. It's a, it's a, uh, there's only about six questions in the whole interview. He's the most American man. Quality. You know what? A lot of people really, really sort of mock, uh, uh, you know, the USA and their fans and the way they engage with football, particularly at the World Cup. But I love it. They're part of the furniture yeah. now. And long may they continue to just be as American as they possibly can. I love it. Can. Yeah. I want, like, guitar solos at the end of the game <laughs> yeah. if they, if they, whenever they win. Not with, not like air guitar, real guitars. Just, uh-huh. just go with it. I, actually, like, I, know, I think you pizzas want. have no place in football, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, mentioned in pizzas. I actually had a couple of um, pounds after reading that interview on him to be top scorer. You go betfair.com forward slash football ramble if you want to do the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. There it's go. the taste of a new generation. Vulgar. <laughs> hmm. um, uh, Pete. Yo. In China, they've gone down the Paul the Octopus route, haven't they? <laughs> you, oh, they'll be using it. pandas. Uh, mm. Brazil are going to be using elephants to do a sort of similar thing. If you don't remember Paul the Octopus, mm. well done. <laughs> I love how even that has been taken too far. Yeah. That was an octopus that predict- predicted the results of football matches at the World Cup, and that has been spoiled. <laughs> well, that, has, that has become ridiculous Chinese, when that is the starting point. Because every single human being in the world loses their shit when it comes to the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no logic involved, and just that's ev- why it's brilliant. Every place that kind of owns a lot of animals just loses their mind and goes, yeah, this is relevant. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll that, we, can, we can trick it into predicting things. <laughs> won't even know it's doing it. <laughs> um, uh. yeah, some Chinese director was convinced that Paul the Octopus died during the tournament and there was a replacement, and he made a film called Who... who you know, no one cares, mate. I know. Have you, have yeah. you, seen, uh, have you seen the <laughs> clip? I, I didn't realise it actually got made, but that Tim Roth set Blatter yeah. Yeah. Um, film. I've seen the clip. I saw the Good most. It's one of the most self-aggrandizing <laughs> things I've ever seen. Um, uh, but, I mean, 
bearing in mind that you know they're uh, uh, supposedly as a, as the, in the same video a non-profit organisation. Yeah. They're just doing a film about how cool Set Blatter is. High budget Hollywood. As I well. know, yeah. Tim Roth's Tim Roth. He should be ashamed. Yeah. He really should. Yeah. And it, 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 he, he looks like to me him, was bad enough. Done it really well. <laughs> to be fair, you don't, you don't know what his finances are like. No, true. Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're thinking, I, I don't know what his finances are. like, I've genuinely no idea. But if, but if you are in a situation where, oh man, I could do the pay down. I'm a bit low and FIFA come knocking. I mean, yeah. we've well, got some surplus you can use. Yeah. <laughs> if you're pretty, purely going on selfish terms, I mean, that's that. They're the people. You are knocking at the door. I'm a cop. I'm a cop. I'm Seth Blatter. One of the interviews I saw with Seth Blatter, it was on that John Oliver clip that's been doing the rounds about how bad FIFA are. And I can't, it was an American, I can't remember a man or woman interviewing Seth Blatter on an American TV station. And they said to Seth Blatter, you know, you're supposed to be a non profit organisation, but you've got a billion pounds in the bank. And then Seth Blatter goes, well, this is for emergencies. And the guy just goes, it's a billion pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, in case some team turns up without the kit? Blatter yeah. remains unfazed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My giddy well, aunt. what if we discover another planet, and they've got loads of countries, and True. they want to enter? Mm. We want to take it to them. Exactly. Yeah. That'll cost a load. It will, yeah. Mm. I've got some facts about different um, World Cup teams. Reel them off, bruv. Um, Is this what, do you get them out of Shoot magazine that you, you got? <laughs> no. As we walked in? Match. One, it's it Match magazine. magazine. <laughs> and uh, two, there are other magazines available. available. No, it's nothing mm. to do with that. We're right. not a BBC uh, podcast. We don't have to do that. <laughs> no. um, Germany have got the tallest squad on average. Have they? Yeah. Argentina have the oldest. Mm. German, <laughs> Germany's all per Mertesacker, isn't it? He's bringing that right <laughs> up. Be, yeah. And that, what, an all Di Michaelis for Argentina. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's a strange one, that, with Argentina, because you think of Aguero and Messi, who mm. aren't that young, admittedly, but they... they oldest on average. Yep. Um, <laughs> Chile have the shortest. You think of... Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. And Ghana have the youngest. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Nigeria, and you know that. No, Ghana have got the youngest on paper, apparently. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah, it's good job. I'm in there. It's a bit of fact. Good job, everyone. Hang on a minute. It's time for the Panini stickers. Grand oh, opening. Oh, hello. hello. Unless you had anything else, Luke. Oh, it's um, fun. Have I got anything else? No. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, right I then. thought we were going to do a bit about uh, the Netherlands having a fight. We well, you mentioned it earlier, on that earlier yeah. didn't we? It's um, interesting because the guy who Robin apparently clashed with, Bruno Martins Indy, yeah. is, a, is a guy, you couldn't make this up, this is the typical Holland. I read Little about, John again. Yeah, I, read about, <laughs> yeah, I read about a week and a half ago that he has been uh, complimented with managing to bring the older and the younger players together. Well. And how they got such great harmony because of him. <laughs> he's been fighting. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Fault, yeah, it? He's divided the camp into Robin, uh, I and Robin and everyone else. Yeah. And Rob is the best player, mm. so it's probably not the best idea. It's like uh, Edgar Davids taking out uh, Jonathan Wilkes yeah. on soccer. Is that yeah. Jonathan Wilkes' job now? <laughs> it <laughs> seems that got. way, doesn't it? <laughs> he, he used to, his his full time job used to be Robbie, Robbie Williams', Williams friend. Yeah. Now it's just my favorite, after that every year. My favorite footballer on Twitter is uh, Portsmouth midfielder Cy Ferry, who he just says whatever he wants. He's a League Two player, and no one cares. Yeah. And last night he said, uh, "Watch the soccer aid, Jonathan Wilkes playing uh, in the hole, Robbie Williams' asshole." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! He really can say whatever he likes. Yeah. Well, apologies, Simon, for if I get in trouble for, 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 for drawing attention to that. He tweeted it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He put it out there. Yeah. Pete, open your packet of panini stickers. Good oh, rip. Satisfying. That's one corner. Yeah. Oh. That's the second one. That sounds oh. too good to be real. It does, yeah. it? I think yeah. I'm. Uh, I think I just give myself a hernia. If we get a shiny here, we're going to have to use it to seal the predictions in the shot in the box. Oh, it depends okay. on shiny. That's it's a good point. High budget it's here. An excellent at the idea. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, get us off to a good start, Pete. We've got half a stadium. <laughs> which one? <laughs> which one? Which one? Estadio Castellao. Oh, good. Well, you've, you've got somewhere to play. Presumably, yeah. we're going to make five-a-side teams. Yeah, we're all coming round yours. Yeah. Say which city. 
Uh, it doesn't actually. I'm not really sure. Yeah. What does that look like? Oh, uh, that's it's beautiful. One of, yeah, it's in Brazil. Beautiful. Yeah. It's in Brazil. Another one that's in, in, Definitely in the arsenal of nowhere. Most of a five side team. Oh, so you're not gonna this, one, is, this is a bit of a nightmare. Go on, Landon Donovan. Oh, oh no! Landy, so Landy, you can't have him, Landy Kett. A consolation for Donovan. I'm sure he'll agree. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, so far, you've got the rent on half a stadium that you can't afford to contend with. <laughs> and a player that's well. not going to be yeah, there. Yeah. He, he can't yeah. play, mate. Well, that's a fan. We've got a fan. Yeah. True. He'll definitely turn up. Uh, we've got uh, Southampton's uh, Dejan Lovren. That's oh, not yeah, yeah, bad. Because yeah. yeah. uh, some uh, packets you can get players who I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be coming up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More <laughs> of that, got, shortly. Uh, we've got uh, Nottingham Forest's uh, Gonzalo Jara. Oh, right. Okay. Really? And uh, finally for now, Tim Cahill. Oh, oh, you hate Tim Cahill. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's not right. bad, though. I've done all right, though. Yeah, you've okay, done you know. okay. Shall I go? Go on, then. Go yeah. for it. Mm. Go on, old sport. I don't know how Pete did that. Yeah. No, he's uh, a radio really professional. That's how he knows what he's doing. And out of my cup of tear. Just go on the textbook, open one side, and then pop them open. Get it open. Right, coming up first, I've got... A half a stadium. Is it half a half to yours? I've got Arena Pantanal. No, no but maybe we can one. mash them together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, there's two left sides. Yeah. I'll have to oh, turn yeah. that one upside down. Okay. That'll be confusing. Okay. Oh, I'm well pleased with this. Millie Yedonak. Yeah, for okay. Australia. Fulcrum. Had a great season in the Premier League. He's going to have a terrible World Cup. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> <laughs> um, he might not. They I've all got, like me. <laughs> who have I got here? Oh, Colombia's McNelly Torres. Yeah, oh, good, I like McNelly too. He yeah. plays in the Middle East. Yeah, mm. he does play for Al-Shabaab. He does, yeah, but he's um, he, he's a uh, playmaker, I think. Oh, Torres might even get the odd game. Fluminense's Fred. Oh! oh the lion killer! Winners! Peter, <laughs> look at it and <laughs> wait. Look at that. <laughs> look at that smile. And Sporting Kansas City's Graham Zuzzi. Yeah. Zuzzi. Zuzzi. He looks like a right cool customer. Look at him. So yeah, that, good. That, <laughs> that, that, that's good. Wow, yeah. That's Jesus. an American athlete for you, Jim. He looks, he looks like a wrestler, professional wrestler. That's an American athlete for you. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's true. Okay, shall I go? Yeah, go, go for him. Oh, what a sound. I'm also going to go for the popping open technique. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm just going to rip it. Like a savage. Yeah. <laughs> I have got half a stadium. Yeah, <laughs> everyone gets half a stadium. A stadium Minero. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then I've got uh, Martin. Uh, is that Casares? Casares, Uruguayan, Uruguayan yeah. player. Yep. So that's. Is not he the guy with the really baggy shorts? He might. Um, be. He, the shorts the, aren't in the in the. Sticker, sure, so but one of the, one of the Uruguayan fullbacks. It may be him. May not be. Um, has got like basketball style shorts. It's nice to see. Rupert Fryer, mm. Ramble player Rupert Fryer, likes yeah. to wear big shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair yeah. enough, why not? That is followed by Luka Modric. Oh, That's a, that is a handy yes. one in five aside, isn't yes. it? He's deft. <laughs> deft. I mean, he's got a potential to, 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 to cause a few upsets, actually. Mm. He could he could really call the, call the shots. Yeah. Okay, so shots. yeah, I also <laughs> have um, Raiz Mboli, who is, oh, yep. I believe, Algerian. He one of those players we've never heard sure of. He play, I'm pretty sure he plays for uh, CSK Sofia, actually. Yeah, you, 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 I'm pretty sure of that because it says it on the sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a shiny! Yeah, I do hey! have a shiny. I do have a shiny. The predictions are saved. Yes. Uh, I've got the Greece, um, the, the Greece shiny. Yeah, well, that's a, a greasy shiny. Oh, that the, means the predictions greasy. are going to be sealed properly and the security is paramount of the world. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, well done, everyone. There's going to be no risks taken. From I've got Segundo Castilla. Castillo, sorry. Oh, he's had ruled out for injury. Ecuadorian midfield player. Yeah, it's a shame. Mm. It's a shame, isn't it? Fernando Muzilera, the uh, oh, Uruguayan goalkeeper, yeah. okay. who'll be picking the ball out of them nets yeah. <laughs> against Italy. Yeah, <laughs> and Costa Rica. Oh, I've, I've got Falcao. Mm. Oh. That is gutting. That is Falcao and Donovan in the stands, looking on at this shower of shit. <laughs> in three half-completed yeah. stadiums. I've got, <laughs> it's probably thinking, if I was fit, I wouldn't even want to play. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nonsense. I've got a beautiful boy from Switzerland called Valentin Stocker. 
Good player. Fancy Switzerland will do well this time, I think. And Andre Ayew, the, the Ghanaian man. Yeah. Nice. So a decent finish. We've actually done all right there. I think we've done mm, okay. Yeah. I have to be honest with you, I was terrified I was going to get five players I've never heard of and have yeah. nothing to say. No, the same as me. But, um, well, we got, well, I've got the keeper, the Uruguayan keeper, Muslera. Yeah. Is he in goal then for the five or seven? Yeah, we'd have him. Oh, we'd have Fred up front. Fred's yeah. up front. Modric is in Modric, there. Modric, yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, I think Andre Ayew could get in there. Yeah. Well, what about Yedinak? Oh, yeah. Pete, you, you got, you, I got Cahill, Lovren. Lovren, yeah, Lovren, at yeah. Lovren at the back. Lovren at the back. Modric in front with Yednak, I think. Yednak. Yeah, and then there Fred up front. Andre, we're not instead of Yeah, okay, well, he can come on. He can feature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Make a note of that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, now, we've also uh, made our uh, predictions, obviously, we, we, that's sealed with the Grease Shiny. Mm. So we'll, uh, we'll unveil them after the tournament, and uh, that'll show you all how ridiculous we can be <laughs> predicting football. Look out for my, um, was it yellow cards last time it was ridiculous, or goals, I forget. <laughs> didn't you, didn't you I always like, get it very didn't wrong. Did you predict, like, 600 yellow cards or something? No. No, he predicted for the Euros 15 it was I think the tally for the Euros was it was 76 or yeah, something. Okay. something it was up there and Pete mm. predicted 43 <laughs> but crossed, right. crossed out 37 I'm just <laughs> I'm a hopeful chap. <laughs> so the categories this time around, we'll just uh, run you through in case you weren't listening last time. Um, the categories that we're going to do predictions on, which will be unveiled at the end of the tournament, are uh, winner, of course, uh, dark horse, which is a bit more subjective, but mm. it's an interesting category, and the stage that England will be knocked out at. And mm. those of you more keen listeners will remember that I predicted England to get to the semi-finals in 2010, mm. so <laughs> always, always a pleasure. Mm. Uh, <laughs> The top goal scorer, Golden Boot. Um, total number of yellow and red cards combined. Yes. Uh, total number of goals. Uh -huh. Oh, really? I've, I've just gone for yellows. Oh, that's so. fine. That's right. That's okay. You don't want to get anywhere near it anyway. I'm going to win, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, total number of goals and... Um, a, a oh, the, a ran yeah, an, an introduction of a new category for mm. this World Cup uh, is uh, any random prediction of something you think could happen during the tournament. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, some sort of random event. Mm -hmm. There you go. So that'll be good. Mm. You're damn right. Before we uh, go on to Pete's game, a little bit of domestic news to uh, to talk about. Um, Louis van Gaal apparently he's, he's already calling the shots at Manchester United, despite being in charge of the Dutch national side for the World Cup. Mm. He stunned the club's hierarchy already. <laughs> he wants the current pitches at their training ground ripped up and replaced. By the Deso Grass Master System. The training <laughs> ground. Like a computer game. Yeah. Mm. That's like what you're you'd buy a mini Moog off. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the, 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 I think it's Carrington uh, the, where, where most. That's always brand new anyway. Well, yeah, they're, they're state of the art pitches. Like, they're really yeah. proud of it. And he's just come along mm. and gone, no, rip it up. Uh, you wanted Van Howe? Yeah. <laughs> you wanted a good big, big pair of swinging bollocks. That's not what he's it. done, though, is it? He, he also wants new floodlights, I believe, at the training ground, which are going to cost them four million quid. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we get any floodlights? No. <laughs> well, do they have to be bought from who? Bobby Van Hal. <laughs> <laughs> Is Louis going to spend his transfer budget? <laughs> you guys, I was thinking about this earlier. We talk about everyone mentions the classic World Cup advert, the 1998 one, the airport with Brazil, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you guys remember? I think it was a World Cup one, and it was an advert for the World Cup ball. And I forget which World Cup. And it had, I'm pretty sure Louis Van Gaal saying, it's rounder. Yes! Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. See, that he was, goes, was he not driving a helicopter? I think he was driving a... He was a helicopter pilot. Okay, right. That was him, was it and not? And they, they basically go into like, an, like a museum and steal the ball back. Mm. And they were doing all these keep-ups and, and, the the and artifacts and all these... Um, yeah, the baddies. All these baddies, like ninjas came in. Yeah, he was, I think he was the helicopter pilot. And Louis yeah. Van Gaal at the beginning would send like Davids and Sadoff and like, yeah. other players in there and say, get this ball back, it's rounder. Yeah. And that <laughs> is the most underrated football advert around. Yeah. <laughs> People talk about the airport, and that's good. But this one's better, I think, and mm. people should seek it mm. out and watch it. <laughs> I, I that's Louis Van Gaal's greatest contribution to football, in my view. I think eventually <laughs> FIFA, should, <laughs> FIFA should start using the Can't emergency fund of, of a billion. 
um, yeah. to start actually making these feature length. So we you get you get like a World Cup movie where just some of the some of the best players just some sort of adventure happens to them in their mm, lives. That was a big blockbuster movie. The, the big Nike World Cup advert for this tournament, I think, is about eight minutes long. Oh, it's yeah. long. Mm. I mean, the last one was crazy. Do you remember it's longer. Yeah, Homer Simpson in it? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, well remembered. Obviously, they crib them down to 30 seconds or a minute or whatever mm, for the TV, yeah. but the, the full length one on YouTube is really long. Mm. Um, uh, David Beckham. He wants David Moyes to manage his Miami MLS franchise. Has he not been watching? No. <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> yeah, apparently Does so. Does he still think he's Everton manager? <laughs> <laughs> still think he's Preston manager. Do, do, do you think Moyes is like, give us a bit of credit? Yeah. I'm not ready for this I know. <laughs> I'm a young manager. <laughs> <laughs> well, that said, it is in Miami. Uh, yeah, which would be mm. cool. You get, what's his name? Um, Salazar manager, a referee in your game. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's from California, though, so he's a probably, I don't think he's based. Oh, he's, he's, he's refereed in Miami before. Yeah. No, <laughs> he knows the ropes, yeah. um, but doesn't know how to officiate them. Um, Celtic have got a new manager, Ronnie Dayla, um, the new manager at Celtic. But it's a shame for the Canio. It is a shame for the <laughs> Canio. And for football. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well I don't know, Jim. Not Celtic. You say that's a shame, but this guy looks pretty interesting. Some have called him Norway's answer to Jurgen Klopp. Um, and he once he, he was manager of Strom's Godset, and yeah. he, he once celebrated a win against Viking by lobbing his clothes into the crowd. Wow! So in you a, can see um, Vucinic style. Yeah, so you can see him just in his pants. But he um, he take, took our Strom Godset to their first league title in a very long time. Forty three like, years, and I think he won in the cup as well. He did. Yeah. So I mean, this, it's a funny way, isn't it? Because you think he's come from Norway, mm. and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came from Norway, of course. Yeah. If Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had come to Celtic, he probably would have done a good job. Mm. Probably would have. Mm. He'd still be in a job now. You would have thought. Um, you can't not win the league. Well, exa- exactly. So I'm just saying that this guy is, is far more. I'm not suggesting he will be successful. I mean, like, <laughs> probably will be. Mm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a different situation for him, and he's got far less pressure. Whereas Solskjaer has gone straight into the Premier League, mm. right in the melting pot, and, and, mm. and really struggled because it's such a difficult environment. Whereas yeah. Celtic, of course, it comes with its own pressure. Yeah. But you fancy him to do a good job there. Yeah, I mean, he is in Scotland's. It's not their, their their top division anymore, as we know. That'll be the Scottish champion. Yeah, if you, this is exactly it, though, isn't it? If you go into the job, taking the job at Celtic, and not only that, Rangers, Hearts, and Hibs aren't even in the division. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's not really a difficult job, is it? As I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, talking of the Scottish Championship, Wraith Rovers have a new shirt sponsor in the form of world famous crime author Val McDermid. She's a lifelong Wraith Rovers fan, and the front of the shirts will have valmcdermott.com on them. And I love what Big Val said. She said, with the arrival of Rangers... Do it in the Scottish accent if you're Scottish. With the arrival of Rangers... <laughs> it's Craig, Craig Brown. Brown. <laughs> that Craig Brown in drag? Euphania don't fire, dears. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, with, the, with the arrival of Rangers, Hibs and Hearts in our division, there will be many more visitors to Starks Park. So whether you're a local business or you're aiming at a wider audience, this is the year to get involved with Race Rovers. <laughs> yeah. wow, I'm on board. Action. A car to action. Are you listening, Sony? Hey, <laughs> yeah. You've got a bit of sponsorship money left over all yeah. of a sudden, have you? <laughs> get down there. You imagine yeah. if one woman can afford you know, the entire uh, sponsorship gig. Probably not that expensive. Get <laughs> 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 in the bank yourself. Yeah. Don't a Starks yeah. Park. <laughs> wet, wet, wet. Once spotted. I've probably said this a thousand times before on the show. I think it was Clyde Bank that had wet, wet, wet on the shirt. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Didn't um, Oasis once try and sponsor Man City? But can, uh, I think because of the clothing line, Oasis. Yeah. They were like, nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nineties. Uh, uh, but surely the clothing line Oasis are sort of getting free advertising, man. <laughs> yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so, Jim, wouldn't you, Pete? Uh, why don't we have a game, a Pete's game? Oh, is yes. it a World Cup special theme game, Pete? Don't. That's a. That's yes. a cheaty question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the World Cup themed game. Stop, Roger from Miller. Brian Ross. <laughs> from Brian Ross. What's Brian Roy. Is that what's from Brian Ross? What's, what's the name of the game? 
World Cup game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the magic of the World Cup game. Yeah. Oh, Marcus. mate. It reminds me of one of those games they used to put out on computers in the 90s who didn't have the rights to anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Kamara's soccer fest. Yeah. <laughs> World Cup soccer style game. <laughs> Football kicking fun. <laughs> Coda flavoured drink. <laughs> I was born in 1973. Can I just check? Is this actually a World Cup player or not? Uh, yes, I think it is. Okay, right. Is Stop. he known for being a World Cup player? Stop. No. Okay. Did he have Deschamps? He's known for being a World Cup player, yeah. yeah. Let me turn that back. Yeah, okay. he is. I'll uh, take that as I a was, no for I that. Was, <laughs> I, was born, <laughs> I was born in 1973. Did he have Deschamps? No. It's still wrong. Okay. <laughs> I, I played my first matches for the Virginia Cavaliers when my coach was Bruce Arena. Stop. Stop. I had that. Okay. Brad Friedel. No. Brian McBride? No. Oh, oh, I would have been stop. gutted if you'd have got that. <laughs> Eric Winalda. No. I won the Herman Trophy in 1993. Stop. Colby Jones. No. Oh, damn it. Colby Jones. Stop. <laughs> is it Sporting Kansas? It's Graham Zuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, my first professional club was Bayer Leverkusen, for, which I, for whom I did not uh, score one goal. Uh, can I just say that Graham Zuzzi is 72 kilos and was born on 18th of August 1986 and is 1.78 metres tall? Well, you've done it now. Stop. <laughs> Tim Cahill, 67 kilograms. Tab Ramos. No. Oh, Tab Ramos. Oh, that's Ramos. Not, that's yeah, Ramos. Well known for being on the end of Leonardo's elbow <laughs> and not much else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was the captain <laughs> of that side. <laughs> I scored my first professional goal while on loan at VFL Wolfsburg, who I later captained while still on loan from Leverkusen. Whoops. Stop. Not Alexi Lalas. No. Stop. Didn't he play in Europe? Claudio Reyna. Claudio Reyna. Yes! Oh, well, well, done. well done. Well played, sir. Well yeah. done. Thanks, guys. Well done to you, sir. What are the rest of the clues, Pete? Yeah. I uh, like it when you've, you've won it and you can just nod along. I was the first American captain in a, uh, a European club. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, in 1999, Glasgow Rangers paid both uh, the Wolfsburg and, uh, as well as Bayer Leverkusen, to get my rights. I played uh, six, 64 games for Rangers, scoring 10 goals. I played Sunderland and Man City. That's right. Uh, my contract was terminated yeah. in 2007 uh -huh. and I w moved to New York Red Bulls for right. family reasons. Mm. Bruce Arena was again my coach. Uh, Four World Cup squads, also the captain, the third American ever to be named in the World Cup all-tournament team after Bert Padenard and uh, uh, John Souza as well. I'm now the Director of Football Operations for New York City FC. Can I just say, Brian Ross was that who did that. Lots of clues mm. we like to hear, because sometimes yeah, well the clues yeah. are about four of them. That's true. I'm sometimes referred to as Captain America in England. Mm. Ah! Um, that was excellent, Pete. And yeah, well, that was... That you, was Pete didn't do anything. Um, you'd have definitely got on the Rangers one. I would have yeah, done. Yeah, you would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done, Brian. Thank you for that. Well done, Brian. Uh, give us some correspondence, Luke. Yeah, the correspondence this week um, was just a World Cup themed correspondence. Um, what are you most World Cup correspondence? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> World Cup style correspondence. World Cup TM <laughs> correspondence. Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> uh, the question was, what are you most looking forward to in this summer's World Cup, and why? Um, the first answer is a little bit saddening. <laughs> Go on. From friend of the Ramble, Dan Shoesmith, okay, a big Dan. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, "Good to see him at the, uh, the, uh, the Ramble live." By the mm -hmm. way, he was there. He says, "Some sort of West Side Story a showdown between the Colombian Birdman and yes, the Ghanaian Potman." We need to get updates on Ghanaian Potman's status. He says, "Switchblade dancing on look as the works." <laughs> Sounds pretty good, to be fair. <laughs> uh, Murray Michael has got in touch to say, "I'd like to watch Sky's increasing frustration that they can only interview hot dog sellers and taxi drivers." Because <laughs> <laughs> those of you listening in outside of Britain, they obviously haven't got the rights, so they can't show any. Anything. And uh, it's free to air <laughs> rights for 2018, 2022. Exactly, well. yeah. That's good news. Yeah. Mm. Uh, David Harrison has tweeted to say, Ramble every day. 
Okay. Do, do, do you want to break it too much? Like, <laughs> yeah. We will not be doing shows every day. Um, Rob Hansen. If you want, we'll give you Pete's number and you yeah. can just ring yeah. him if yeah. you've got anything. Producer for hire, Pete. Mm. Um, uh, what else have we got here? Rob Hansen says, the potential execution of Adrian Charles by the cartels. Oh. A bit harsh. Unlikely. Hang on a minute. Yeah. It's yeah. steady. Um, you and Ancorn on Facebook. I'm looking forward to the Football Ramble podcast, of course. Oh, oh. Creep. I can't believe you <laughs> put that in. Fucking creep. <laughs> Why can't you believe that? <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, Mike Willoughby, who tweets in a lot, says to ask Robbie Savage, you can't polish a turd, but you can put it in a white suit and sit it next to Rio Ferdinand. Oh, my goodness. Especially yeah. <laughs> put a hashtag, I quite like him. Yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> That's your first mistake. Uh, Sam Shaw, I'd like to watch England and only England because watching anything else or even enjoying football is un- unpatriotic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. uh, Darren Booty on Facebook has said, Leighton Baines singing Free Love Freeway. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Oh, this, this is actually quite a reason, quite a good point. It's something we've not mentioned. Tom Fahey on Twitter: referee spray painting the lines for free kicks. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. what we're going to be doing this the, summer. The vanishing yeah. spray. Mm. Mm. That makes it sound more dramatic. The vanishing spray. Yeah, it Where's does. it gone? Where's it gone? You don't yeah. want. Fu- you, it's already really humid and really stuffy. You don't want more fumes. Oh, on the that pitch, spray do you? was there earlier, and now it's got all oh, scored. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Brief, brief the players fully on the, what's going to happen with that because they don't want to be distracted. Uh, Rump Steppers on Twitter, the inevitable return of Jimmy Jump. <laughs> Jimmy oh, yeah. Jump? Is he yeah. going to pipe up, do you think? Oh, he'll, be, he'll be flown over by like, a better not company or something. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, Jimmy Jump, I forgot all about him. Just a couple more left. A bit of a bumper section this time because it's the World Cup. Alex Rapley on Twitter. Clarence Sadoff in and around the BBC studio out punditing Savage in his third language. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's been sacked. He has. He has in Zaggy's in, isn't he? Because they're looking yeah. to the future. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was Seedorf. I think he got to Brazil with the BBC and he's like, this is brilliant. I've just got a hat trick at Soccer Aid yeah. <laughs> of the World Cup. So who's that Milan? You're sacked. Give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Imagine- you can't sack me. I've already quit. <laughs> Can you imagine Inzaghi will be lining Milan up so they're all just offside before the game even kicks off? Yeah. Do you reckon he celebrated getting the job with like a massive like, shirt off yeah. Right yeah. around the States? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hope um, so. I've got one more uh, piece of uh, correspondence from a guy called Peter. Peter Caucasian. Ooh, I think he's Amer- that's like a euphemism. <laughs> I think he's American like because he says, leave and work early to pound beers at noon on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, in America, do you pound beers? Yeah. We love you for yeah. it. Our American going to smash a few brewskis. Keggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Get a keg. Keg party. Keg party. <laughs> keg party for the soccer. <laughs> it's just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just drinking. Has, has decorum come back into the studio? Because mm. mm. um, uh, if it has, we better get out. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble. Um, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. What better time, and I've already mentioned it once, to open a betting account and start betting. Mm. And uh, as a side issue, start making the football ramble some money. Yes. Uh, go into betfair.com forward slash footballramble. They will give you a free bet up to £50 if you open an account and start betting on some hot. World Cup action. <laughs> my my Sorry. tip my tip would be have a bet on Chile. Have a bet mm. on that. Have a bet on that. Chile are fifty to one. Have they? I, I think Chile, Chile jump. I think is a better bet. Do you know what? Well, sure you can up. do that. I th- yeah, you could, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I, th- I think I think Chile could get ahead of Netherlands. Yeah. And I actually think they might upset Brazil in the second round. Do you really? Oh, That's yeah. exciting. Mm. Big talk. So, I th- so we know what, what's in your little envelope then. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my little envelope, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, uh, excellent chat there. Um, uh, anything else, Pete? 
no, not really. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no not... rock and roll football for the World Cup. No, no, no. but you can uh, check out AbsoluteRadio.co.uk and check out uh, Righty having a chat about who th- he thinks will do well in the World Cup. Marvelous. England, probably. England. There England. you England. go. There you go. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Oh, we should. Sorry, we should say that we. You know, we will be doing podcasts. Oh yeah. yeah when's, when's the next show? Sorry about that. Next Jim's show, still here. Jim's still here. Next show Friday or Saturday around. Yeah, then? around yeah. then. Um, yeah. And then we'll have one um, a reaction to uh, England, Italy as well. Mm. So yeah. check out the. We'll be doing loads. Yeah. Keep listening. Don't you worry. Get the updates of when we're actually doing them. But there's going to be about twelve or thirteen in total throughout the World Cup, which is like three times around what you normally get. Yeah. Although it isn't every day. David Harrison. So we, yeah, <laughs> so we apologise. Just listen to Old Ones on the days when I do. More yeah, than wants. enough. Now we get to the proper goodbyes. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Pete. Wow. That's a proper goodbye. World Cup game. Yes. <laughs> go World Cup. Go Ness- World Cup. Nessum Dorma. World Cup yourself. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.